0: is a boost. All right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy, stay focused. Here's a little travel secret the best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping, museums, and art galleries. You guys, I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer I'm about to fire up my group chat and book a trip because I literally love getting an amazing deal on a five-star hotel like oh my gosh I cannot think of anything better plus me you know I love the sun I love to lay by a gorgeous pool sipping a drink knowing that I'm going to a fabulous restaurant that night and I love that it won't be overcrowded Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas Hi guys, welcome back to the pod. Happy Friday. Hope everyone had a sexy and fun week. I just got off a red eye, which is like the least sexy and fun thing ever, but I... I'm going back and forth so much now that I actually prefer a red eye because I refuse to waste a day. You know me, scared of death and obsessed with efficiency. Even though that book that I read half of, I'm going to be honest with you, 4,000 weeks said that actually it's all like efficiency is a myth and we're just doing more stuff. We're not actually being more efficient. I believed him for a little bit, but now I'm back to my old ways of just being like, fuck it. I want to cram as much into this life as I possibly can, and so I'm going to take red eyes and be a little bit more exhausted, because if you take the the day flight from LA, you get up, you're dreading your flight, you're on the flight, you're... you're uh, um, you're alive you're, You can tell I just took a red eye I can't form sentences You are conscious for the whole thing Trying to watch a movie Trying to do work You have Wi-Fi, But the wifi is shitty Your like, stomach hurts You're worried you have to shit on the plane All that stuff And then you get off And it's fucking nighttime, And you are screwed out of a whole day And then you have to go to sleep But you're kind of jet lagged And then you waste a whole day Couldn't be me Couldn't be me So I, I get on a red eye And I was actually thinking about doing a whole episode or maybe just it's an Instagram series or a TikTok or something of my red-eye tips because I've got it down to a fucking T. I am a beast at red-eyes now. And it's so funny because I used to dread them. I used to be like, oh my God, I could never. like They're so scary, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, if you know how to game the system and with the right sleeping pill, I'm just kidding. Not really though. They're completely fine. And now I'm in New York and I woke up. I took like an hour nap. It was an accidental nap. I'm not going to lie to you. rolled in and uh, by the way, you know how I'm obsessed with the JetBlue Who cashew chocolates? I like woke up. They woke me up. And when I say woke me up, I mean really woke me up out of my coma from um, on the plane. They were like, we've landed. I was like, oh, Christ. OK. And then they were like, and here are your favorite chocolates. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. And, you know, when you wake up from a nap and you're really discombobulated, that was me this morning. And they gave you an orange juice, too. And I was chugging the orange juice and eating these chocolates. I was so confused in Newark Airport. And then I got home, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna sit down for one second on my bed. Woke up an hour and a half later, but you know what? That's good. I needed the extra brain power for the pod. So, guys, you know the guy that I saw a couple times last time I was in New York. We've continued to talk, and I need to be real with you guys, like as my friends, as my homies. (laughs) You're always like, oh, what? How is it to date as an influencer, as a person in the public eye, whatever? So. I mentioned before that he doesn't have Instagram and something I've realized while seeing him is that I now assume I'm being honest. I'm putting my dick on the table. I'm sorry if this sounds conceited. I assume that everyone knows everything about me. I, I don't know if that's narcissism or just the fact that normally when I meet people, they're like, oh, my God, you love shrimp and rotisserie chicken. And how was that breakfast sandwich you had this, had this morning? And how's your cat? And oh, my God, I saw your sweatshirt. And like normally everyone I come into contact with on a daily basis knows a lot about my day to day and a lot about me because it's all out there and it's partially out of like defense I think too I I just have to assume that they know everything they've seen every ugly picture of me they know I'm weirdly obsessed with trout dip they know that you know I'm obsessed with my cats and that I look ugly in the morning and all that stuff but he doesn't have Instagram So we were texting the other day and he like sent me a picture. He's very into like sending pictures, which is so funny because I guess that's what people who don't have Instagram do is they share it directly. And so we like send pictures back and forth. Not those kind of pictures. We're not there yet. Um, And we actually haven't kissed yet, which is a story for another time. But uh, he sent me a picture of a seafood tower and he was like, if you're allergic to shellfish, this is over. And I was like, flabbergasted because obviously I mainline shellfish like it's my fucking job and it I mean I make liking seafood a personality trait to an annoying degree and I was just it was such a weird experience it was so weird I I really I don't know it was bizarre and then I tried to explain that to him and I feel like I came across like a massive narcissist, because I was like, usually everyone knows everything about me. So just another way, social media has fucked up my brain. Great. Fantastic. Fantastic. If you listen to me on Lindsay's podcast, um, we met at Acme, we we made like a manifestation list for me. And we said one of the things on there was she said she thinks that I need someone to no social media, which I agree with to a, a degree. My only thing is that it is such a big part of my life and my community is such a big part of my life and we have so much like inside jokes and I don't know I just feel like I I don't know maybe that's like immature of me to think that I want someone I, I don't know I just I like the idea of my partner understanding what I do and what I'm so passionate about and where I spend all my time and also to be frank understand why my brain works the way it does sometimes because being addicted to your phone and being on social media all the time, it does change you. So I don't know. But maybe he can understand it without being involved in it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. So I think I'm going to see him this week, but we'll see. Um, and I had such a good fake boyfriend day on Saturday. I am. You, you never know when your next boyfriend is going to pop in. So you know what I always say when you're single and your best guy friends are single tap into that fake boyfriend time had a classic fake boyfriend day Saturday hike Malibu swimming in the ocean delicious lunch rosé by the beach it was excellent it was excellent it was my my tier one fake boyfriend he's just he's the best you guys we we stan we stand. and then on Sunday Ashley and Daisy and I went to Dudley Market if you haven't been in um in venice it's really good and then that uh brought up a conversation which is the age-old dilemma you know socrates i think was the first one who said it he said should you be hot or should you be fun and that's something i think about every fucking day okay and if you're triggered by this sort of thing maybe don't listen to it but i just want to talk about this for a second since the dawn of my time on Earth, I have really been at a crossroads between whether I want to be hot or whether I want to be fun, and it's it's tough. For some people, they don't have to make the choice. For some people, they don't have to make the choice. They can just drink and eat whatever they want, and they don't look ugly or puffy the next day. They still feel great, whatever. And I kind of used to be that way, but but not really, not not really ever. And now at thirty two. I really see it on my face. And I think it's amplified because I have to be in public so much especially in the upcoming months. Um, you know, going to events. I'm so fucking lucky to be on Watch What Happens Live. Obviously, I want to look conf- I want to feel confident and look good on the show. But but if I if you if there was no consequences, guys, I would I would be drinking wine every day. Wine especially just makes me so ugly. It's so unfair because I love wine very very much. Um, and I was just like all I want to do is fucking eat a shit ton of donuts and fries and and I did eat the fries and I did eat all the salty food and the tacos and whatever but like I, I just like I don't it's really tough it's really tough hot versus fun it's really tough especially as you get older so if you're younger enjoy it because it just that shit just rolls off your back when you're younger really enjoy it and I'm not talking about weight that's a totally separate conversation that I don't I'm in a really good place with that right now. But like, I'm just talking about it shows up on your face and I get it. You know, I, I get why so, so many celebrities are like, they don't drink and they have all these macrobiotic diets and whatever, because it's like, it's too hard. I'm trying to schedule it out. It's, and be like okay when is the next time I can like go ham and I guess that's why I appreciate Co- appreciated Coachella so much is because I just went so fucking ham had so much fun was beholden to no one that was such a good decision you ever look back and by the way I think it's very important to do this when you have a good experience or a bad experience and be like how did my decision making inform this experience right that's a super important thing to do with growth if you're doing the work if you're in therapy if you're a person who's doing the work look back at something and be like, why did I enjoy that? Or why did I not enjoy that? And then that can help inform you in the future. So for me, I was like, I don't want to do any brand deals at Coachella. I don't care what I could do. I don't want to because I don't want to wake up and worry about how I look and go have to meet someone and take pictures and go, you know, drag my friends to something and and sit and whatever. Not that that's bad. I did that the year before. But what I realized is I love Coachella so much. I wanted to be fully present and have fun and not worry about being hungover or whatever. And I did. And it was such a good decision. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A consistent body care routine is so important to me, you guys. I love to feel good in myself. I love to feel good in my skin. It is our largest organ, so I like to take care of it, and I like to look good while naked. Yes, I admit it. You guys know I am obsessed with Osea, and a lot of it in part is because of how the products make me feel. So I love that I can trust everything that they make because they put such care and thought into each product, and I love how the body products make my skin feel very soft, very smooth. There's a no harsh chemicals or dyes in any of it. It's just natural and it makes me feel naturally good. Glow from the inside out with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site wide with code tinks at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60, head to oseamalibu.com and use code Tinks for 10% off. And that kind of ties into what I wanna talk about today because sometimes you look back at a time, whether it's a trip or a group dinner, and you're like, I did not have fun. That was not a good use of my time and energy. I feel kind of empty. I feel kind of tired after that. And it's very important to think about why. It's really, really, really important because very rarely, or is it just like not? I mean, sometimes, sometimes it's just not fun. But if you're getting this weird feeling, like, why did I really hate that group dinner on Friday? You got to start thinking. Hmm, is there, is there a reason? Was it a d- decision I made? Did I not really want to go? Did I not want to spend my money in that way? Did I not want to spend my time in that way? Or were the people who were there not? Giving me good energy. And that brings me into what I want to talk about today, which is batteries not included friends. And I've mentioned this before in passing, and I think it's such an important concept because I've had them, I have them, you've had them, you definitely have some right now in your life. And I'm going to talk about how you can spot them, what a batteries not included friendship looks like and then what I think you should do about it because it's real, it's very real. So how to spot a battery's not included friend? And by the way, I did not create this term. I wanna go on the record and say that. I cannot for the fucking life of me remember where I heard it. I'm sure it's a genius psychiatrist or something, but I didn't didn't create this term, but I have loved it and used it ever since I heard it. So how to spot them? So again, it starts with a feeling. Maybe you're hanging with someone and then afterwards you feel really drained, feel really tired, like you leave a hang session and even though you just got lunch with someone, you feel like fucking exhausted. You're like, Gee, I need to go home and like rest for a couple hours. Or you feel super obligated to hang out with someone like your body is saying, no, 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 don't make this plan. But your mind is like, no, you got to see them. Oh, you got to see them. Uh... You feel dread before hanging out with them, like on the morning of a hang with someone. You're like, oh God. You're like, I wonder if I can cancel. I shouldn't cancel. Ooh, maybe they'll cancel. I hope they cancel. Oh my God. Or or you're you're trying to put, You're try- this is a classic. This is what I would always do with a battery's not included. I try to rope someone else in. I'd be like, you know what? Why don't we invite? Why don't we invite Jill? Why don't we invite Jackie too? Why don't we make it the four of us? Yeah. And you're like, wait, why am I doing that? Your subconscious is very smart, right? It's saying this person is not serving you. But really the main, the main one is that you feel exhausted from the friendship and you don't feel like you get anything back in return. You feel like just drained, like your battery is drained, like you go in with a 99% green bar. You leave the hang. You're at fucking 10% red warning. Okay, that's not normal that's a one-sided friendship that's a batteries not included friend and what these friends do is they come to you and sorry to use a disgusting metaphor but they leech you They energy leech you they latch on and they suck the energy right out of you and when they leave the hang they feel great Trust me, they are fucking rocking out of that lunch spot. They're like, oof, I'm on cloud nine. I have full battery energy. Yes. They're not thinking about you at all, by the way, at all. They're, they don't think about you apart from when they need a boost and then they hit you up, right? They only think about you when they need you they don't think about your job they don't think about your situationship that you're going through they didn't ask if your dad was feeling better from the foot surgery he had because they don't remember they don't remember really anything about your life quite frankly let's talk more about what it can look like so not remembering anything about your life is a classic they're like how's your sister and you're like i have two brothers and we've known each other for 3 years. They're like, "How's that um how's that thing you're doing at work?" And you're like, "The presentation I gave to the president of my company." It went really well. It was it was 6 months ago actually. Okay? Can look like that. It can look like them only talking about themselves. Like that's the only topic of conversation and if anything else arises, they somehow relate it back to them, right? classic you're like oh my god yeah i was watching vanderpump rules and the friend is like well actually it's so funny because when i was in la one time literally i saw the cast and like they looked at me and like i felt like they want to be my and you're like oh i just want to talk about what's going on the show but okay um they never ask questions they never ask questions like you go the whole lunch and you realize that they just haven't asked you anything about how you are they've just been talk talk talking the whole time. I had an experience once with a friend like this where she was so narcissistic and one time I like towards the end of our friendship I I started timing the amount of time that she would talk about herself uninterrupted. I'm not kidding you guys because I'm a Virgo and I like to do stuff like even if it's just for me, I like to do like kind of sneaky stuff like that just just so that I know I'm not crazy because I love factual receipts. One time for 35 minutes. I said barely two words the whole time she spoke about herself. And then when I tried to leave, I'll never forget this. We were sitting on a stoop outside in New York. And she goes, wait, wait, no, I need more time with you. And if you are a people pleaser or if you are an advice giver, if you are that person in your friend, you are more susceptible to batteries, not included friends because you're already in that mode, right? You're already in that mode. You fucking love feeling needed. It's okay, I do, too. I love being a good friend. Like, I love being the person. I fucking get off on my friend calling me being like, I really need advice from you. That's fine once in a while. But if that is all that that person uses you for, that's not a friendship. That's an unpaid therapist. It can also look like the them, the friend, only wanting to do one thing with you. So, So like an example I'm thinking of is a couple of months ago, we had a caller on the show and she was like, all my friends want to do is like go out and binge drink at the same bar. And I just like I'm not feeling good about it anymore. And like any time I try to not not go, they like call me out. And this one friend like always comes over and drags me out. And then like that's the only time that I see them. Like that's another version of a batteries not included friend because they're just kind of like weighing you down and holding you in place when you're trying to grow. They want you to kind of validate their experience. They want you to be there so that they feel good about their choice to be there. Could also look like maybe they copy you a lot or like they they take from you creatively. Maybe you're a super creative person. I know that's kind of vague, but I, I, I've had it and I, I feel like it's actually more common than you think. Like maybe you're a super, maybe you have like a million great restaurants to go to, a million ideas of what to do on the weekends. And they're, they're always just like, what are we doing this weekend? What are we doing this weekend? Can you, can you organize this? Can you organize that? Ooh, that's another great one. When they want you to plan everything. And I get it. Some people are planners and they love it. And that's fine if you do. But if that's, that, that's what they demand from you all the time and they're not giving anything to the friendship in return, again, it's a battery's not included friend. If you guys have read any Robert Greene, you know that he warns against people like this, right? Don't forget, you are the sum of the people that you hang out with, and more importantly, you have limited time and energy, right? That I've spoken about this before, and it's so fucking important to drill into your head. You have limited time and energy. Think of—I try to think about it like a hundred points in a day, a hundred energy points, right? Because time, time is so confusing for humans. We, we've come to equate time with things. that like It's very hard for us to wrap our heads around, even though, though it's the only limited resource on Earth. It's really hard. We, we keep doing shit that we don't want. So for me, I'm very sensitive energy-wise. You guys know that's why I talk about plug-in-the-wall time. I need my alone time so that I feel good. You have to think, like how many energy points am I willing to give this person? And, and what are they giving me in return? Because if they're really giving you nothing, you've got to re-examine the friendship. Here's the thing with batteries, not included friends. It's never going to be enough for them. Whatever the thing is that they're taking from you, whether it's advice, whether it's they're copying you nonstop, whether they always want to drink on a Friday night, like those friends will never be satiated. And it's up to you to break the pattern. If you leave hanging with a friend, specific friend, four times in a row and you're exhausted after each time, It's time to reevaluate. And I'm not saying ghost them. I'm not saying, you know, give up that friendship. But I'm saying, be thoughtful with your time. Again, super difficult for people pleasers because we want to be we want to make people happy. We want to be needed. We want it to all be okay, And then who suffers? Then all of a sudden we're having a nervous breakdown because we have no energy left. We have crazy Sunday scaries because we went out with this friend on a Saturday night when we didn't want to, etc., etc. It's funny. I feel like batteries, not included friends, are more common with older friends, like as in people that are grandfathered into your life, and then super new friends who you haven't sussed out yet. Not Not a rule. But just a trend that I noticed, like, you know, you have that that friend who you've known since college and like every time she just wants to talk about her terrible relationship for two hours at lunch and then you get up and she's like trauma dumped on you and you hasn't asked you a single question. And you're like, why am I friends with her? And then you're like, but she was my college roommate. We go way back. We go way back. Yeah, you do. But that doesn't mean but she gets to trauma dump on you every other weekend for two hours at brunch and leave you feeling frazzled and stressed. And then it's also like new friends because for me, I love new friends. I make friends very easily, and I, 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 people come into my life, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then like, I actually sometimes it takes me a while to suss people out. I'm not that good a judge of character immediately. I'll be honest, and. So you have to be wary, right? You have to be wary with how people are making you feel. This is why, you guys, it always comes back to how do people make you feel? People don't remember what you say. People don't remember how you look. They remember how you make them feel. So think about how these people are making you feel. What to do about it. I mean, it's a boundaries question. Boundaries is a whole nother episode, but you're, you're all smart. You, you know what a boundary is. You know when to protect your energy. I just think that being aware is really the first step. Really being critical of like the people in your life and how you feel after you hang with them. It, it's so important. I mean, one of my most viral videos on TikTok ever was related to this because I was saying the... Uh, cheat code to life is pay attention to how you feel after you hang out with people and only hang out with people who you leave feeling good after. And I'm not saying just take, you got to give to the relationship too, but in a good friendship, you should leave a hang session, both feeling energized, happy, fulfilled, loved, full of nourishment. So important. I hope that was helpful. We can definitely do an episode on boundaries. I'm gathering my thoughts on those because boundaries are the key to fucking life, especially for us people pleasers. By this time, I will have gone and watched What Happens Live. Fucking pray for me, you guys. I hope I do a good job. I hope I make you all proud. I am currently in D.C. at the time of this pod dropping. Exciting. For something a dinner at this like house um i don't know it's like this big house i can't remember what it's called it's in dc uh tomorrow so i'm going to that hope they have gluten-free i'm just kidding uh and hey you guys it's getting to be crunch time with my book if you haven't pre-ordered it it would really mean the world to me like really this is something i've been working on for almost two years poured my heart and soul into it there's a lot more stuff like we talked about today in the book. Um yeah, it would just mean the world to me. And I hope if not, you can come and see me on the book tour. That would be fun too. So many stops, so many cities. So all of the links are in the show notes. And hey, don't forget, if you enjoyed this pod, send it to a friend. I would love for you to share it with a friend. Even just tell them about it. Say, hey, I hang out uh, on the internet with this girl Tinks every week. We have a good time. We have some jokes. We are a little vulgar, but we have fun doing it. I love you guys. I'll see you Monday. Bye. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent, being there day and night, and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, Trust Amika Life Insurance. Amica Empathy is our best policy. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft, athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me. I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go, and I am always on the go. So go, Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming, and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code TANKS on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R H O B A C K dot com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.